0: Good to have you back. Final hour of the show on this Thursday. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. There is, uh, by the way, uh, so... Let me, let me check here real quick. So we uh, have the Green and Gold postgame show coming up on Sunday. We are not here on Christmas Day. Are we here on Tuesday of next week, Grant?
1: Well, that was my question for you. I'm not going to be here. I figured you were taking that day off as
0: well. So I was yeah, putting, putting the wheels that, in motion to, yeah. to run a
1: best of and to take care of Tuesday okay. for you.
0: Yeah, I, I, I didn't think we were. And the reason being is is because we work on holidays. You know, we, we've got every holiday this year, as a matter of fact. We've got uh, Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Eve, and uh, New Year's Eve that we're working on, that are holidays. So, yeah, we got, uh, we got a little extra time. So, yeah, we won't be back until Wednesday after tomorrow. But don't forget, we're going to be here for the Green and Gold Postgame Show. And then the following week, the Green and Gold Postgame Show is going to take place. We're going to be live over at Boondocks. Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews. We're going to be in Walk. And on New Year's Eve, so come on out. It's going to be a Packers watch. Packers and, and Minnesota Vikings get underway. I think it's 7:20, So we're going to have that game. We're going to have a watch party. We're going to do the Green and Gold postgame show afterwards, leading up until midnight. There's going to be music and all kinds of stuff going on out there, not to mention the great food and beverages. But we got – and there, there's going to be a band playing while we're on the air doing the Green and Gold postgame show. It's going to be a blast. So come on out and enjoy us over there at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews in Oconomowoc coming up uh on new year's eve so if you're looking for something to do and you haven't quite decided yet and you're a packers fan you're not quite eh, come on out come on out and join us we're gonna have a good time but uh yeah we're this tomorrow is the last time we'll be here until next wednesday uh well for for you but for me i gotta do the green and gold Post game show so on christmas eve day really christmas eve by the time we get to five o'clock so Anyway, uh 867 Brandon says some of those companies that uh, buy into the bowl games, they probably use it as a tax write-off. They have to because some there, there's nobody there. Some of these games, you'll see the highlights, and they'll show like a, an end zone shot, and there's nobody there. It's like, what the hell? So um, it is what it is. Chuck says, you count uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve as holidays? Wow, I worked at a hospital, and those were not considered holidays there. Nice. Well, we also work six, seven days a week. So, in, in football time. I mean, ho- hospitals are different. That's a whole different animal. But either New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, especially when they fall on weekends, some companies do consider that Christmas Eve to be a holiday. Christmas Day is always a holiday. New Year's Day is always a holiday. But they usually let you off early on Christmas Eve and such. Well, we can't. We got Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We're, we're working. So, but this is what it is. I'll take it. I'm not going to turn it down. Now, usually during football season, yeah, you don't do that. But, you know, I, like if the if the Packers were questing to a Super Bowl for sure, man, maybe we'd be here on Tuesday. But, yeah, I think everybody's pretty much – uh, unless, of course, you're taking off tomorrow, which many of you may be doing to get the long weekend and then going back to work on Tuesday. Um, I think I don't know. I don't I, I think there's a lot of people that are spending Christmas Day with relatives and then taking Tuesday off to get back at it on Wednesday because you need that extra day. You know, you've been running around. You had the Christmas Day dinner. You spend time with relatives. You go home. You just want to rest and sleep. You don't want to have to worry about getting up the next day to go into work. So. Uh, I think a lot of people are taking Tuesday off. Well, and then what do you, you? I don't know.
1: What do you want people to do if they if they're visiting family three or four hours away? Do they drive back right. on Christmas night? Like, nah. That's, no, you don't. No, do you're that. Not going to do that.
0: Yeah. No, nope, you're not going to do that. So that's why I think a lot of people are taking next Tuesday off. Uh, Jeff says, "Do you think that the Packers Vikings game going to be flexed out of the night game? I think if they're going to flex that game, they got to do it now, don't they?
1: I, I think they have Isn't to it do an, it in advance, and I, I would just remind people that they almost never flex games. Like, it's pretty rare. It's an outlier yeah. when they actually flex these games
0: out. Because both – I mean, if the Packers win, um, if the Packers win on Sunday, then there is still a legitimate shot for this Packers team to make the postseason. There's ramifications on that game. And I think the same thing, if I'm not mistaken, with the uh, the Vikings. For, for what's going on. I, I think if you look at the, the way the standings are in the playoffs right now, uh, the Vikings are a sixth seed, and they have the tiebreaker over the Rams and the Saints right now, best in the best win percentage in conference games. And the Packers, while they sit at 11th, they're only a loss behind Minnesota. So I think this game, I mean, if both teams win this weekend, I think this game is going to have ramifications. Um, now the Packers, uh, obviously at Carolina, who does all the, oh, the Vikings have the lions at home this weekend and that's a big game. So if the Vikings should win that game, if the Packers win and the Vikings lose, that game still has playoff ramifications. So yeah, I would assume they're not going to flex that game. Um, you got to assume they're not going to, I'm I uh, boy. I tell you what, they got some good games coming up this weekend, don't they? Tonight, eh, not so great. Both teams sitting at seven and seven, but do we I look more at Matthew Stafford and Company as a legitimate, you know, postseason contender rather than the Saints, although I don't think they're going to win a Super Bowl. But you've got good games. Saturday morning, you get Cincinnati, who is sitting at eight and six. And how, I don't know. After losing Joe Burrow and the Steelers with all their controversy, they get underway. The Bills are on the road taking on the Chargers on Saturday as a night game. Sunday, obviously the Packers and the Panthers you got Cleveland on the road taking on the Texans, but the Texans are with South C.J. Stroud. The Browns are getting it done, looking for their 10th win of the season with Joe Flacco. You've got uh, the Lions and the Vikings. Uh, Seattle on the road taking on the Titans. And Seattle's still battling. you got to pay attention to Seattle. They're still battling for a postseason berth right now. So is the Buccaneers and the Jaguars are at 8-6. and six. Uh, The Cardinals-Bears, who cares? The Cowboys and the Dolphins are going to be a good game. Uh, you always have a good battle between the Raiders and the, uh, and the Chiefs. That's coming up on Monday. But also on Monday, you've got the Eagles hosting the Giants. And then on Monday night, you got the 49ers and the Ravens. There's some great games this weekend that have meaning, meaningful football. Well, and we talk about why we should flex this game
1: and that game. And, and sometimes they have a stinker in primetime. But like this last weekend, Bill, would you have guessed that Nick Mullins and Jake Browning in Bengals Vikings, would you have guessed that that would be a way better game than Cowboys-Bills? For no. example, like no. the NFL knows what they're doing. And, you know, if it were up to fans, we'd flex, you know, two or three games to different slots every week. They're pretty good at scheduling these games and having right. a good understanding of which teams and which markets like. And honestly, to flex a game like say out a Monday night or Sunday night, it's inconsiderate to people who have bought tickets, too. And yeah. I, that's not the NFL's number one priority. But I think it's a lot easier for everyone involved if you just leave the games where they're scheduled
0: for the most. You part. have got really good games next week, too. Not this weekend, but next weekend. Next Saturday, you got the Lions on the road taking on the Cowboys. The Dolphins on the road taking on the Ravens. Uh, Patriot-Bills is always a good matchup just because. Uh, the Titans and the Texans going at it. And the Titans are just trying to remain relevant while the Texans, they're still hoping for C.J. Stroud to come back. Um, you've got the Jaguars. No, that's not a good game. Jaguars and Panthers, that's not a good game. The uh, Let's see here. Who else do you have? um Steelers and Seahawks on Sunday afternoon. We all know the Packers and the Vikings are going to be Sunday night. That's going to be the 7:20 game. Cincinnati on the road taking on Kansas City, but Cincinnati without Joe Burrow and will Cincinnati have 9 wins looking for their 10th? And what's up with the Chiefs? Will they be able to It's just you got a lot of good football down the stretch. And then obviously you get into week 18 and Packers, Bears, Lions and Vikings Uh, Ravens and Steelers, a lot of uh, uh, Browns and Bengals, and that might be for a postseason berth. We're looking at uh, the Rams are going to be on the road taking on the 49ers. You could be scoreboard watching for this game if you're a Packers fan. The Eagles and the Giants, the Cowboys and the Commanders. Um, Trying to see what else. uh, The the Falcons and the Saints, because the Saints are fighting for a playoff spot as well. Uh, the Buccaneers on the road taking on the Panthers—that's not going to be a, a a fateful thing for the Packers, considering they're behind the Buccaneers, and the Buccaneers still are trying to fight for a playoff berth as well. You're going to have a lot of good football over the next few weeks. You really are. I'm excited about it, because it's going to be meaningful. And just about every game has something riding on it. So I'm looking forward to it. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven 16 You got a decent game tonight, not a great game, but football's football. I don't care. I'll agree with you on that one, Rick. Um, Rick says Packers and Vikings, by the way, that's going to be a win and your done game. or win-or-you're-done game. Um, it, it probably will be. If the Packers win, I don't know, because then they will have split the, uh, the, uh, the season series. I don't know how the tiebreakers are going to fall. I'd have to go back and look. If the Vikings – or if the Packers win, if the Vikings win, then the Packers are pretty much done. The Packers have – the Packers are embroiled in playoff football right now. This is their playoffs because if, if you lose, you're done. Now, you're not going to go home. You still have two games to play out the season or one or whatever, but you, then your postseason is done. So you're, you're in postseason mode right now if you're a Packers fan wholeheartedly. Uh, Scott says Cincinnati's backup quarterback is legit behind a quality offensive line. That's just it. Their offensive line's not that good. Not, they're still trying to find an offensive line. that's going to be better. That's going to keep, you know, Joe Burrow upright, but Browning's been pretty good. Browning has been impressive getting on the edge, not only delivering the football from the pocket, but getting on the edge. He's been good in that facet too. Um, Ryan says the Packers bears game still listed as TBD, which all the games are pretty much listed as TBD, aren't they, on Week 18? I think they all are. I think every game right now is listed as TBD. They all are, yeah. And I'm looking at the official NFL site. They're all TBD. They have not given time. And the reason being is, will the Steelers be relevant enough for a win and you're in your end and the Ravens be relevant enough for the top seed in the AFC? That game I could see being uh, made into a night game. The Vikings and the Lions, if the Vikings, same thing. If the Lions are... Still, you know, if the Lions get a couple more wins and they're going, say, for their 13th win of the season, maybe as the top dog over in the NFC, they could have still end up getting there, depending on uh, what happens the rest of the way with some of these other teams. Bills and Dolphins going to be a really good game. That's another good one. Um, Rams and 49ers, that could be a win and in your end. For the Rams, you know, or if they lose, they're out, and the 49ers could be also going for the top spot in the NFC. There's a lot of good games that still could have meaningful football um, regarding those, those contests. So, yeah, that's why they're all still TBD. I think what the NFL is going to do is probably set the times next week because they'll get a pretty good idea as to what the meaningful games are going to be. So I wouldn't put it past them. All right, let's do this. We're going to break. Come back. More to get to. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michaels Show coming up. Ready. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. minute gift ideas or maybe you're just still looking around you want that perfect ring Uh, i know the place to go check out our buddy andy kane and the gang at uh, kane and kane jewelers in west bend it is worth the drive it really is whether it's engagement rings anniversary rings um, wedding rings obviously if you're looking for the wedding set or if you're looking for earrings necklaces pendants whatever it happens to be they've got it Kane and Kane Jewelers. You can go out and check out the showroom right now. They want to rock your world, as they say. Kane, K O E H N. Go to KaneJewelry.com. That's KaneJewelry.com. And maybe you're not quite sure and you just want to kind of brush up on your buying skills real quick. Go to the Buy Like a Guy podcast. Andy has the Buy Like a Guy podcast, and it kind of walks you through the steps if you're looking for that ring, if that special somebody uh, is expecting something from you. Wink, wink, nod, nod. You want to go there and you want to get that taken care of. Go to Buy Like a Guy podcast uh, on the Kane and Kane Jewelers uh, website, KaneJewelry.com. That's KaneJewelry.com. Dennis says the Packers may crash and burn regardless. There will certainly be player and coaches' evaluations done at the end of the season. I like bowl season, it just gets more interesting every year between the opt out and the transfers. It gets uh, pretty crazy, but it does provide an understudy of players and opportunity. So there you go. Uh, Rick says, if Reed does not play on Sunday, who do you think they're going to use Nixon after the muffed punt disaster? Oh, boy, that's a great question. You probably would, but, I mean, Keyshawn Nixon, let's be honest, last year he was the best there was, and everybody loved him, and all of a sudden he muffs the punt, and this is a guy that, and look, he's learned from his mistake. He wouldn't do that again. But this is a guy that suddenly, you know, people don't even want to see on the field boy how how quickly we turn and you forget uh, what he did do last year for this team but yeah the jaden reed injury um i don't know i don't know when he'll be back i mean i know that they're hopeful but man uh, from the way that mike clemens described it it really looked as if that toe was pretty Pretty rumbled up, so I did, apparently didn't look too good. So and and toes are for wide. I mean toes in general, they're so hard to come back from. And you just with toes, if, especially if it's like a turf toe, you just got to let it sit. You just you just have to let it just sit there and and not do anything with it because it just has to have time to heal. I mean, it's as simple as that. It just has to have time to heal because it's it. It's your base of everything. It's not like a finger or a thumb. It's your base of everything. It's what you cut with. It's what you block with. It's your leverage. If you, it's your, it's your speed. It's your agility. It's you know. I mean, there's just so much to it. So I mean, I know guys that have shot it up. You know, you get the injection near the joint, and the injection hurts like hell going in, and all of a sudden you don't feel anything. But then you gotta you run the risk of of doing additional damage to it, which takes even longer to heal. I mean, I I don't know. And plus, you can only shoot them up like once every. You can't do it every week. You're not supposed to. So you can't do it all the time. So man, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be doing I don't know if you're gonna see Jaden Reed out there. Do we have you seen anything today, uh, Grant, as to whether or not he was even practicing? I would assume he's not. Just
1: that he's not practicing. That's all I'm saying. Right.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh 1670 if you want to find us Feel free, go ahead and do so again, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, We got to give away some of these uh, for the Quick Trip Holiday Face-Off. We got to give away some of these tickets. We got to do this. Each winner is going to get a couple of tickets to the game, which is the 28th. Okay, you got the 28th and 29th, all right? You're going to get a couple of tickets to the game, 28th, 29th. And the best part about it when it comes to Quick Trip, they're going to give you a $100 gift card. So whether you need gas to get there or you just want to uh, enjoy yourself a quick trip before or after, uh, then by all means, we've got to give some of this stuff away. So um, let's do this. Let's give off. Let's give up. Two sets. Do you want to do two sets or can we just do one set today? We got the one set. So our
1: one winner will get a pair of tickets to both. of them.
0: Okay, days. let's do that. We'll take uh, what uh, caller 10. Let's do caller 10. Caller call number 10. 10 caller 10 right now 877-867-1670. we're going to give you a pair of tickets to head down to the holiday face off enjoy your that's what the holidays are all about spend a little time with family and friends and then you get to go down and scream and yell at a hockey game hell yeah compliments of our friends at quick trip quick trips holiday face off and then you get that one well, to me i mean the tickets are great but then you get the 100 gift card to go into quick trip oh good stuff there too face first and that so, you got that coming up as well. So, there you go. Caller number 10. We'll take your call right now and uh, get ourselves a winner. Grant will get you all lined up. Quick trip, we'll get the car, the uh, the cards and the tickets out to you. And there you have it. Good stuff. 877 uh, 867 What do we got here? This is from Kathy. Kathy says, uh, hey, Bill, listening to you up in the Northwoods. Uh, got my first buck of the season a couple of weeks ago, uh, which she sent a picture of, by the way. Said, uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. Uh, I heard you like Tomahawk, a uh, beautiful area, and that's where I shot my first book. Kathy, congratulations. Congratulations. And I do love Tomahawk. Tomahawk's a great area. It really is. I, uh, although, I will say this, no snow up there right now. No snow in Tomahawk. I don't think there's any snow maybe way up in the UP or Superior Duluth or something like that. But I don't think, unless you're making it, I don't think there's any snow anywhere right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. For everybody that lives way up north that's listening to the program, I don't, uh, I don't think there's uh, any snow up north. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maxie. Maxie says, hey, Bill, do you really think that Corbin Burns is going to stick around or are they just blowing smoke up our ass? I think it's Mark Atanasio trying to put on a good face, but we all know that Burns is going to get traded away for a boatload. Of prospects and young arms. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maxie, I would agree with you. I like, look, I like the rhetoric we hear coming out of uh, of Milwaukee right now. But eventually, this is what's going to happen, my assumption is. They know they're not going to sign him, okay? They probably have already tried to talk to Scott Boris, but we all know. Look, Corbin Burns has even said it, right? That you live for this you want to get this big bite at the apple so that's what he wants to do right so we know that the brewers have said we're we're going to go for it we're not going to trade him away and then the woodruff thing that threw a whole monkey wrench right in the whole deal because now if you lose woodruff uh, you know you have lost woodruff for the season we all know that you're not going to bring him back and then corbin burns well okay This just in, by the way, speaking of baseball, Major League Baseball just announced they're going to reduce the pitch clock from 20 seconds to 18 seconds with runners on base. I wish they would take the pitch clock with runners not on base and drop it back a few seconds. I do like the faster games, I have to be honest but they're going to take the pitch clock with runners on base from 20 seconds to 18 seconds. Wow. Huh. Well, there you have it. But getting back to the Corbin Burns thing, I think what's going to happen is, by the time the pitchers and catchers report, somebody's going to make a deal, and the brewers are going to say, we really wanted to be competitive this year. We really wanted to keep Corbin on the staff. We made him an offer of $450 million, but he wasn't going to take it, which he'll probably end up getting a new deal somewhere else for $600 million. And the brewers are going to say, that's the most money we ever offered anybody, which we all know is a load of pants. And then they're going to say, but the deal was too good for us to pass up. You can almost write the script right now, you know? That's just kind of the way, it, way it's probably going to play out. Just my guess. Just my guess. But I believe that's the way it's going to play out. Let's do this. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, tough, Tucker Kraft and the running back with the bad thumb, A.J. Dillon, spoke to the media yesterday. You're going to hear from both of those guys when we come back. Before we get into uh, the uh, you know the segment after, which is, what do we miss? But we're going to hear from Tucker Kraft and the running back, A.J. Dillon. That is coming up next in the program. Stay right where you're at. You don't want to miss a thing. More of the Bill Michael Show. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Going on over at uh, Curly's Waterfront uh, Sports Bar and Grill in Pewaukee. And they got a big weekend. Obviously, games are going to be on. They're going to be doing a lot of giveaway stuff. They've had their uh, gathering, their holiday gathering, if you will, Christmas party. But uh, don't forget, uh, if you're looking for meals or something on New Year's, they're obviously uh, putting on a nice little spread as well. That's Lakeview Boulevard in Pewaukee. And they say uh, make sure that you have a safe and happy. In healthy holiday season. That's from Ryan and his staff at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill in Pewaukee. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, let's see here. Um, Tucker Craft, he was uh, talking to the media yesterday for a little bit. And let's start out with him. He was talking about uh, the – we were talking before about how the next three games, they're, they're playoff games basically because if you lose, you're pretty, your season you know will come to an end after the Bears game. So here's what he says is the mindset of this team with just three games remaining. Nine and eight, one week at a time.
2: That uh, seems to be the precedent. It's what's on everybody's mind is just
0: we must win out. We must win out, without a doubt. Um, said also, this is one thing they don't want to do Carolina got a win last week. You don't want to underestimate the Carolina Panthers in any way, shape, or form.
2: I wouldn't say anything about underestimating a team. It's, it's 32 teams with 53 pros on each team. I wouldn't take a single snap for granted. It's not the mentality I go in with. Like I said uh, earlier in the week, like we just can't beat ourselves. You know, Time and time again, self-inflicted wounds those add up, put you behind the sticks, and you can't win any, any
0: game that way. I love that mentality. He's, I, 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 always, I love listening to young guys that appreciate where they're at that have that grinder mentality he's got that grinder mentality i love it i love both uh, of what both choices over the tight end position i really do uh, also when you go back to that being the young guy he said look this is the, the process of all of this has kind of taught them you know look you you got to stick together man we lost a lot of games and
2: everyone didn't like us and then we won some big games and everyone was talking about us and we're on the Short side of the stick again, and people are down and out about us. But everyone in this locker room, we know that we're all we need, and we're all we've got. You know, with the coaching staff, support staff, as long as we just continue to trust in each other.
0: The big thing, you know, when he talks about the coaching staff and the support staff, is does this all stick together? We we have seen, you know, kind of some questionable things regarding Jair. Obviously, Devondre Campbell coming out with his uh, his tweet. Uh, But uh, this, the, the, he said, the discussion this week has been more of one of sticking together and cohesion.
2: Yeah, playing together and just being there for each other—that's that's the thing.
0: You know, we talk so much about this team being young, and a lot of the you know a lot of these guys—they're rookies or they're second-year guys—and oh, they're inexperienced, it's the youngest team, and this and that. You know, here's the question: Does he still feel like a rookie? I
2: mean, a little bit. Every once in a while. Still not used to 13 microphones in my face. Um, Always on my heels in my locker when I'm talking to you guys. I mean, there's certain aspects about it, for sure, but the game's slowed down a lot.
0: That's the big thing, is as you get your rookie year under your belt, the game begins to slow down. And now it's just into managing, observing watching the tape on what it is you do and your opponent does and learning along the way. But the game, that's what you look for. You know, when you first get there and you're going through rookie minicamp and you're absorbing a playbook and everything, it, man, it's, it's your head spins. It's like hieroglyphics. You're just trying to put all the dots and dashes in the right order. Now it starts to slow down a little bit for you. He did say, though, um, you know, for what they've had going on, the trials and tribulations throughout the season, he's really thankful for all the guys around him.
2: They've made it very easy and welcoming on me, everyone in here. This feels like a very comfortable locker room. It doesn't feel much off from college, that's for sure, especially with all the youth that we have in here. But just the amount of respect that we give each other, it's a lot easier process.
0: So, I mean, let's be honest. Tucker Craft was more of a blocking tight end until Luke Musgrave went down. When Musgrave went down, then he had his opportunities. And he said, look, I've, I've, I've had a lot of fun being a pass catcher, being that extra guy, that extra weapon. Yeah, just
2: getting the chance to fulfill the, the play that coaches give you the opportunity on, um, that's great. And just do it, like, doing everything for your teammates, I try to just be as selfless as I, I can on the field.
1: You know what's funny about that too, Bill? I, I think when you give a guy like Tucker Kraft a chance to catch a couple balls, probably blocks better. He probably buys in even more to the – it's like in basketball. When you give the center a couple post touches, he defends and rebounds a little
0: bit harder. I think it's good to keep even a blocking tight end involved every once in a while. That's a great point because they used to try to get Jermichael Finley involved early. Get him a catch or two, suddenly he was engaged. He was engaged the entire game. But if he was out of the playbook and wasn't getting passes, wasn't getting looks, he – I don't want to say became lackadaisical, but wasn't as engaged. And that's a good point. You're you're absolutely right. The one thing in the season of giving, Tucker Craft says he just loves to share with his teammates. Every opportunity
2: that the the coaches bestow upon me, I try to turn it around and and make something out of it for the boys. You know, next celebration I get, I'm giving it to a tackle. He's spiking in the end zone, so
0: I'm going to hold myself to that. So you hope that Tucker Craft actually scores on Sunday to see which tackle he gives it to. So I'm looking forward to that now. A.J. Dillon, on the other hand, said, look, um, as a guy that's been there, done that, he's been in the postseason. He knows what it takes to get there. He didn't get a chance to play last week because of the busted-up thumb, but he said uh, the question was posed to him. What is the mindset, do you believe now,
3: I'd say the vibe is just kind of lunch pail mindset. Like everybody's ready to go to work. And, um, you know, I I feel like everybody's kind of locked in on what we got to accomplish. We know we got in front of us. He can't win all three of these games at once in one week, but he can win the one in front of us right now. And so that's where everybody's mindset
0: Yeah. And that's the big thing is you just, you know, you hate to say the one game at a time cliche because it is so cliche. But, you know, you look down the road, you think you got to win all three to get into the postseason. Is it doable? It's very doable. But you you got to get past Carolina first because if you stumble there, you're, you're pretty much done after that. So I, I get it. I get just focusing on what's straight ahead of you. Uh, and he said, hey, look, uh, overall, though, they still feel good about their chances.
3: We're a confident bunch, uh, you know, even, you know, when things weren't going well in the beginning of the season, we lost however many in a row, we still the confidence that we could overcome that. And, you know, you look on the flip side, now we have experience of coming back from <laughs> losing a couple games in a row and we have won and, you know, gone on a run there. So if anything, you can look at, you know, what we've done in the past so far this season, and be like, okay, like we've been kind of on this down slope before and we've come back um, even stronger. He did say, like
0: last week, knowing what was at stake, knowing Aaron was just coming back from injury, that they'd have to probably share some snaps. He said, look with the thumb. It it wasn't easy. It was hard to sit out last week.
3: It was a really, really uh, not fun experience. You know, as a competitor, uh, me, my mindset when I'm playing football, the game of football, or anything, whether it shoots and ladders, or connect forwards, I want to be playing. I want to be a part of it. Um, I'm a competitor, and so um, to not be out there and to not be out there at the team, and uh, you know, it's definitely really frustrating, but, you know, I'm doing everything I can.
0: Chutes and ladders are connect four. You can tell what's going on over in the Dillon household. <laughs> that was for sure. Uh, now the question is, can that thumb with, you know, trying to play with a broken thumb, can can you even
3: think about playing this week? It's something that, you know, I'm doing everything they say that is possible that we can do to, you know, try to get it, uh, you know, back to, you know, as good as it can be, uh, as quick as it can be. So that's where we're at right now, just doing everything that we can and, you know, trying to make sure that, Whenever it is that I come back, if I come back, whenever, however that looks like, um, you know, I'm as impactful as I can be. Was yesterday,
0: obviously, uh, you know, you come back from the week off or the couple of days off, the rest and the whole thing. And he didn't play this past weekend. So was he able to do anything yesterday at practice?
3: You know, I got involved a little bit, uh, you know, really just testing it out, um, seeing what, what aggravated stuff, what didn't, you know, how I can do certain things. And, you know, like I said, we're just taking it day by day. Um, but, you know, I'm always going to do as much as I possibly can within, you know, reason to like, get back out there. Last week was a not a fun feeling.
0: So let's do this. We'll break, and when we come back, before we get into what did we miss, I want you to hear what Isaiah McDuffie has to say. The reason being is because if Devondre Devondre Campbell doesn't play, chances are he's going to get a lot more playing time. And they asked him about, you know, and it's short answers, but they asked him about kind of improving conversations and the play calling and such. And so we're going to hear a little bit of the quips from Isaiah McDuffie. And then – we will get into a little bit of uh, what did we miss today before we close things out on this Thursday edition uh, of the Bill Michael Show. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S. Dwayne's, Duane's cover it all up in Wausau. Call them, 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119. Whether it's boat covers, awnings, bimini tops, you name it, or the upholstery. Uh, awnings, maybe for your business, uh, above your patio, gym equipment, office furniture, so much more. Dwayne can do it all. They've got a, a nice facility uh, and they continue to add staff at Dwayne's Cover It All. D U A N E S. Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. Dwayne's Cover It All, 715 870 2119. 715 870 2119. That is Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Our friends at Cunis K-U-N-E-S, Cunis Automotive, Cunis RV. I can go on and on. They got everything. Commercial trucks, whatever, but uh, good place. And uh, we've dealt with them now for more than a few years when it comes to the RV side of things and the truck the last two years. And uh, if you're looking for a a deal, whether it's, when it comes to the RV, if you're looking for storage, if you're looking for a concierge service, if you're looking for maybe a new one, a used one, trade one in, consignment, they do all of that. They do all of that. The vehicle side for automotive and truck, they got them everywhere. Madison, Stoughton, Barneville, Elkhorn, Lake Geneva, Platteville, in Milwaukee now, they have two locations. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis.com, and With the Fed starting to reduce some of the interest rates, they now have some really good specials out as well. When you talk about uh, low-interest financing, now's the time to start looking at the brand-new 2024s that have been sitting on a lot for a little while. So head on out. CUNIS, CUNIS Automotive, CUNIS RV, CUNIS Trucks. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shopcunis.com. That's shopcunis.com. So Isaiah McDuffie, before uh, we move on and we get into what do we miss, Isaiah McDuffie. First of all, he was like, look, hey, if Devondre Campbell's not going to play, um, you know, if he if, if, if he would start then if Devondre isn't on the field, correct?
2: I guess it's just exciting, you know. Um, it's just another week, though, another opportunity. Um, so I'm going to just treat it
0: that way. Here's the thing about the defense, what we heard from Matt LaFleur. It's communication. Simple things. It's communication. Guys not knowing where to be at the right time. Uh, but you're at home communication shouldn't be an issue. It's not like it's so loud. You can't, you don't know where you're going to be now. They're holding up signs. You know, this is the kind of stuff you do when you're in high school and college. This is not the pros, but they're now holding up signs to try to get guys to understand where they're supposed to be. So how, in his opinion, how do they improve the conversations and the communication on defense? Just speaking up, practice, um, again, just getting those
2: reps together, again, you know, um, the communication and everything. Like today, you know, that was the
0: emphasis. Which is good. Uh, It's all about the communication because this is apparently the problem. It's not Joe Barry. It's the communication. It's the problem of communication. Uh, But the vibe as, uh, you know, we, uh, there's, there's always the talk. It used to be, hey, what's the feeling in the locker room? Now it's like, what's the like, locker room vibing? How's it vibing in here? And His answer was this.
2: We control our own destiny. So, you know, that's a good feeling for us. If, so at the end of the day, we win games, you know, we'll be where we want to be.
0: There you go. That's it. We're vibing, man. We're vibing. Good stuff. We're vibing. Uh, so that takes us pretty much up to uh, almost the end of the program today. So you've heard from damn near everybody. Tomorrow in the program Mike Clemens is going to join us as always on a Friday and we'll get Mike's thoughts before everybody wings their way down to Carolina to take on the Panthers this coming weekend. And don't forget we got the Green and Gold post game show coming up immediately following. Even though it's Christmas Eve, we're going to be here immediately following the game and then we'll uh, send everybody off to their friends and families and loved ones and such for a very merry hopefully holiday season. Uh, that being said, what do we miss today there? And you notice I can do that now, Grant. I don't cough. I don't hack. I don't snot on myself. None of that. I you're returning it. to form. Uh, I am.
1: You're getting back to, to peak physical and broadcasting fitness. We didn't miss a ton today. We've been pretty on top of it. One thing that I wanted to point out, and it never really uh, naturally came up during the show. Remember last week in Buy or Sell, if I basically I, I asked you, would you be okay with Rasheed Walker and Zach Tom going into next year's or starting tackles if you right. know, a great tackle doesn't fall into the Packers' lap in the draft? Uh, as of today, and I went and checked this, I saw someone tweet about it and I went and checked it with PFF Packers left tackle. Rashid Walker is second in the NFL in pass block win rate among left tackles behind only Trent Williams He's on the 49ers. Now the run blocking grade is not as good, but the Packers might've found a left tackle that's pretty decent. At least he's, he's really trending that yeah. way towards the end of the year started rough, but yeah, they might have a yeah. guy.
0: That Do you think it's due in part because of the competition that they've been running out there back and forth?
1: Oh, you mean with Yash Nijman. I thought you meant the, yeah. the opposing competition.
0: Um, I mean, it can't hurt. You're trying to play for your job. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think maybe that worked out to their advantage, but it also lets you know that you've got a couple of options over at the left tackle position if you absolutely positively need it. But I, I it would, do you think they get another tackle in the draft?
1: I think it depends on how the draft falls, which is a great spot to be in, right? right? You want to be able to sit at your pick and say, well, we'll see what what floats our way. You know what I mean? Like, well, we'll take truly the best player. If they have an awesome tackle that falls to them, mm-hmm. I would imagine that Brian Gudekinst would be ecstatic about that. But if they get a shot at an elite wide receiver, they think they can be number one or a great corner great linebacker safety they don't have to take a tackle I guess is is the point
0: yeah Um, you don't. yeah you don't have to and if you want to find somebody as a backup you can always go out and find somebody on the free agent market that maybe isn't a starter in the National Football League but mm -hmm. but yeah I uh I I still think tackle is going to be something of a get for them um but I also you know I still think if you're going to go into the draft and your your priorities are labeled out. I'm uh, throw, first of all throw a dart at a dartboard because you're going to need a you're going to need a running back, you're going to need a wide receiver, you're going to need more defensive line help, offensive line help, another corner or two. So, I think you can pretty much just say best available, but yeah, I I, I that I did not know that. Now, here's my question uh, because this is not a great run first team. I wonder how this offensive line grades when it comes to run blocking.
1: So, you mentioned Yash Nijman. the comparison is uh, Rashid Walker has a pass blocking grade of 75 and Najman's is 65. So there's a big uh-huh. difference there. Yeah. They're both basically the same at run blocking. They both have a grade of about 62, 63. So they're yeah. much better pass blockers, but there's not a difference in run blocking. It's not like right. Najman is a, a much better run blocker or anything like
0: that. No, no. Um, Yash's feet are slow. That, that's, that's what Yash has an issue with. He gets, if he gets upright to get fast, he gets pushed back. If he stays low, he's not fast enough for some of the quicker, quicker defensive ends and, uh, and outside linebackers to get around them. And that, that's the one thing I've noticed about Yash is that, man, if you're a speed guy, you got him because his feet just don't move that fast, unfortunately. And at some uh, point hey, – w- go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, at,
1: at some point, uh, we need to ask a Packers guest towards mm-hmm. the end of the year, Uh, how Josh Myers finished the season. Because he was pretty poor at the beginning of the year, but he's actually graded pretty well the last couple games. So that would be an interesting position to watch. If Walker and Myers all of a sudden are trending really well at the end of the year, that could change how we view their offseason and what they need to do.
0: Uh, One of the other stories that I saw, and I don't know if you were going to have this. Did you see what they're doing in Minnesota? Did you have that?
1: With the Vikings, specifically? Yes. I think I missed it.
0: Uh, They have approved... The bid, they're going to get rid of the turf, they're, uh, the current turf that's in uh, the new stadium. It is, remember, we talked about five or six stadiums that use that older turf like they used in Detroit and in MetLife Stadium in New York. That's the same turf that they have at U.S. Bank Stadium. So the Minnesota Vikings is going to become the latest NFL facility to replace the playing surface, uh, that artificial turf, uh, with a turf that rates better when it comes to less injuries. Um, and here's the thing. It's 1.3 million. It's, I mean, when it comes to the grand scheme of things in the NFL, it's a drop in a bucket, but it's 1.3 million. And it's, they're going to start the project in February of 2024. And that way it'll be ready to go come the regular season and all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, the teams began replacing the slit film turf last winter after the NFL and the NFL PA data showed small increases in the rate of injuries that could be directly attributed to the playing surfaces. Three stadiums continue to use this. The Colts and Lucas Oil, Cincinnati and Paycor, and I understand, I think Cincinnati's getting rid of theirs at the end of the season too, and then U.S. Bank Stadium. And the Colts plan to change their turf this offseason as well. So it looks like all three of those stadiums specifically that were using that old slit. And by slit film turf, that's that stuff that folds over each other and it's literally got a slit down the middle of it. Um, that's the that's the turf that they're using, so um, they're going to uh, get rid of that.
1: What I'm reading that's... right now, it looks like they're looking for, they're doing upgrades, sixty-two million between the turf, some security perimeter enhancement, and yeah. financial backing and maintenance. So it looks like they're doing a lot more than just turf.
0: Yeah, uh, but that's the big thing that they're replacing. But you know what? It's funny because U.S. Bank just stadium just opened not that long ago, and they're already putting. 62 million into it to upgrade certain things and that's considered like state of the art have you ever been to a game in minnesota i've never been to u.s bank i've driven by it i've been right next to it but i've never been in inside for a packers game when the packers are played there i mean you go there it is a production i mean that I, look i'm not a vikings fan and to a certain extent i wish i had the ability to uh, put a sock in that horn but it is a production it is impressive the way they run that game and in-game operations and such over there, it really is. It, it's an incredible facility. Loud, oh my, but crystal clear. The sound over there is crystal clear. So, anyway. All right, that'll do it. Boy, that that quick, man, that segment flew past. Holy mackerel. That's going to do it for today. Tomorrow is a Friday, a feel-good Friday, a Merry Christmas Friday. We may nog it up a little bit. Who knows? But until then, until we talk again, 20 hours from now, got a little uh, Thursday night football to gather and watch. Oh, yeah, boy. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your night. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Until then, have a go.